faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love there you have Joe Biden's America right there. Cartel scout getting richer, cartel coyote getting richer, and America being invaded. All fighting age men. Ladies and gentlemen, I really don't want to hear anything else about the Ukrainian border and the security of the Ukrainian border as long as we have a southern border crisis a real invasion of over 2 million people in one year. Over 2 million people in one year. And people will say, well, that invasion is not the same. That invasion is not the same. The invasion of the Russians into Ukraine is killing people. Can we say fentanyl? Can we say fentanyl? The invasion of the Russians into Ukraine is causing mass deaths and problem and this, that, and the other. Can we say human trafficking? Can we say sex trafficking? Can we say the destruction of our country from within because of our invasion of the southern border? Look, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter however which way you're invaded, however which way that you are, um, that you are taken over, whether it be from the outside or from the inside, whether it be bombs, guns, fentanyl, child and sex trafficking, it's an invasion. And we have an illegal invasion. And the reason why I call it illegal is because the Democrats are allowing it to happen. Of course, all invasions are illegal. But in this, in this instance, ladies and gentlemen, our own elected officials are culprits in our invasion of the southern border. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. As always, coming to you from the live-free-or-die state of New Hampshire, and it is an honor and a blessing to do this job for you every single day of the week. God bless you and thank you. You are an inspiration to me and to our digital distribution partners, Real America's Voice News. Thank you very much. 
not only to all of the staff, all of the people behind the scenes. You guys did a great job covering CPAC this year. I got to tell you, I've watched Real America's Voice do nothing but grow since the very beginning of it, since long before I was a part of Real America's Voice News, and I was a fan of the network before I became part of the network. So God bless them, and thank you to all of the Real America's Voice, the RAB TV viewers around the world. We very much appreciate the fact that you've opened your arms to us and welcomed us into the Real America's Voice family. And of course, to the Live from America family, God bless you. Thank you all very much. I appreciate you. Now, I do want to talk uh, a little bit about the uh, trucker convoy before we get into things because uh, we went from one video from our own Ben Berkwam here on Real America's Voice News showing the southern border. And now let's go to another video of our friend Ben Berkwam as he's getting ready to uh, join the trucker and the people's convoy. Right from CPAC, right to uh, right from the border to CPAC, and on to the truckers' convoy, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ben Berkwam with one of his own new friends in the trucker convoy. Check this out. <clears throat> oh, it looks like we got a little technical. Let me pull that up here. Here we go. Stand up before we lose this country. This generation, it's on you guys. Stand up. God bless you. I'm going to be joining. I'm actually going to jump in the truck yes! and join you guys for a little while. Go talk to Mary, the driver. And then join in the convoy. We got a couple people out there. At some point, I'll be joining that as well. But God Fantastic. bless you. Fantastic. God bless you. All right, guys. Come on. Let's go. We got Danny in the Real America's Voice News bus. We got Mary in the Moms for America truck. We're, we've got competing air horns. Let's hear it. I love it. Freedom. What got you into it? I was married for 28 years. I was a homemaker. My husband passed away, and I had to find a way to support myself. I put myself through truck driving school, and now I drive trucks for a living. Wow. And how many kids do you have? Three. Wow. They're grown. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your husband. And, yeah. It, but, it's man. life. And yeah. You have to do the best you can. You don't know how strong you can be until you have to be. And then you do it be strong there's not enough appreciation for what truck drivers do no. well on behalf of the american people and real america's voice i want to say thank you you're thank welcome you. thank you for what you do what'd she say there ladies and gentlemen you don't know how strong you actually are until you have to be and that's what this that's what this trucker convoy this people's convoy is all about showing the strength and the resilience and the orders of the American people. We are done letting our swamp ruin our lives any longer. Those days are long gone. Folks, for all of you watching around the world, I would like to ask for your loving prayers for a young girl named Rain. R-A-N-E. Please keep Rain in your prayers. This is coming from Kalia, somebody who watches on Rumble. She's having evasive back surgery on Wednesday, and she has a 50-50% chance, ladies and gentlemen, that she will survive this and move on or not. So please pray for Kalia's granddaughter, Rain. It's very important that we understand the power of prayer in times like these. Also, I ask for prayers for Justin Edwards and his family. Two deaths in the family, COVID and a heart attack. And one family member that just had an operation and is not doing well. So please pray for those folks. I know a lot of people don't understand the power of prayer, but folks, please, if you ever, ever prayed, then please use that power of prayer to pray for these folks today. They're in need and, and, and we, can, we can do something to help them. Prayer is a lot stronger than, ever, than anybody knows. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go to God right now. Let's go to Jesus Calling, and let's use our voices together on this February 28th, year of our Lord, 2022. Let's use our voices together and uplift these prayers to God for these folks in need, and also the prayers for the Ukrainian people, prayers for any troops from America and across the world that are sent over there to help fight this conflict brought on by politicians and bureaucrats and elite globalists 
But let's pray that God will do his work. Let's go to uh, Jesus calling. Beware of comparing your situation with that of someone else. And feeling dissatisfied because of the comparison. Instead, make every effort to accept as you're calling the life I have assigned to you. If I have called you to a situation, I will give you everything you need to endure it and even to find the joy in the midst of it. 1 Corinthians 7.17 tells us, let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. Again, 1 Corinthians 7.17 and Philippians 4.12 tells us, and I hear this a lot, we read this a lot, matter of fact, I know what it is to need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secrets of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, Philippians 4.12. And before you turn out the light tonight, morning, noon, and night, practice your training to, practice training your mind to trust my sovereign ways in this you will learn to be content. And that's what it's all about, folks. Content, humble, kind, compassionate, spreading the gospel, and ultimately spreading joy. Let's remove our hats, ladies and gentlemen, and let's all together lift our voices up as one to God where there are two or more. God is in the midst. And let's pray for those folks. Let's focus on the cross. And let's pray for our nation and all nations. Because we know that you can't beat God and God has a plan and we're all on his path. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The power of prayer, folks. If everybody on this planet believed as we do, if everybody on this planet put their power in prayer, a lot of things on this, uh, a lot of things in this earth and a lot of things in our lives and around the world would change and it would change very, very quickly. Change very quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Look, we're going to get ready to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and I'm Jeremy Harrell. From the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire, we will be back right after this. Stay tuned. All right, folks, to my live audience, how are you? Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest tonight because we do have CEO Get of Getter, Jason Miller, joining live from America tonight. I have some questions for uh, Mr. Miller, and I'm very honored to actually have him as the CEO of a very, very successful um, social media company out there, be a Twitter killer, we like to call it. We have the CEO of Getter, Jason Miller, former Trump aide and advisor as well, so that's going to be really incredible. I'd like to do some shout-outs. I see Arthur, and I see Sylvia on Rumble. God bless you. Larry Reha, my friend, how are you doing, sir? Please pray for my husband, says... Uh, Heather Osborne um, has lost his main job on Friday with no notice. Uh, Heather, I want to make sure that you got that uh, donation from the Live from America Slurp Fund. So if you got that, please let us know. God bless you and thank you very much. I'd like to say hello to uh, Nolan Wallace, who's also watching. God bless you, sir. Darlene, finally sent the Bibles. You should receive them in a couple days. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. I also want to let you guys know that I did. uh, We started uh, emailing, started jumping into emails this morning. So you might have got an email uh, from us today. Myself or Eli, we're double teaming them. And we did get a link in order to send Bibles to the Ukraine region. So we will be doing that. So God bless you. And thank you very much uh, for that link. Give me one second here. Just have to uh, reset something. There we go. Um, If you'll notice, there are fake people in here pretending to be me um my advice to you is every time you see them pretend to be me donate a dollar donate a dollar that's what i advise for you to do and if you can't then share the video speaking of sharing the video if you guys would please do me the uh honor 
of sharing the video. I would appreciate that very much. We're looking for a thousand shares. Uh, everybody over on um, Getter. I'd like to say hello. I see Snapdragons watching over there. Our youth is still watching. I appreciate it. If you guys could just do me a favor and quickly just reach down to that little arrow on the bottom and repost, that would be incredible. Bree K, how you doing? Jeremy Eli is such a blessing. We thank God for him. He sure is. He sure is. And we rely on Rumble Rants to, to make sure he stays, so just so, just so you know. Or anything that comes in, uh, um, check or anything that's for him it's it's appreciated ryan from middle point ohio how you doing my friend good to see you thank you very much it's good to see all you guys uh joining in i appreciate it let's come back and let's go ahead and do the first and foremost section of the day oh isn't that nice trolls trying to be me (laughs) freddie durst new identity that's all right i got a meeting with rumble tomorrow we're gonna come ever so closer to making sure that he's not on here anymore i can promise you that All right, let's go back and let's get into the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. This is Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire, and you are watching Real America's Voice News. And by the way, there are other alternatives. You can watch Live from America on Roku and Fire Stick by downloading uh, the Fire Stick or Roku app if you don't have it, or if you have it already on your TV, then just go search LFA TV. Put a space in between LFA TV, and you can download that station. We're going to start really uh, paying a lot of attention to that, putting a bunch of new content from me and other content creators around the country. It's going to be phenomenal. Here we go. First and foremost, put your cups up. We got fuel for the show now. Here we go. I think after this morning's show, a lot of people know where I stand on this whole Russia, Ukraine, NATO conflict. And when I say NATO, I'm speaking primarily to those in the EU and the United States of America because their blood, their hands are not uh, clean, ladies and gentlemen. Their hands are not clean. As a matter of fact, their hands are just as dirty as those they're trying to demonize and those they're trying to get you to put on your social media page. I stand with. It's another way of dividing, folks. It's just another way of dividing. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this because, like I said, I don't want to spend much time on talking about Ukraine when we have a southern border invasion and crisis of our own that is destroying this country probably more than anybody's done in the last 60 years. Okay? It is that much of a crisis. It is an existential crisis at our southern border. Okay, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on a bunch of crooked liars, money hungry and power hungry leaders leading the regular people of all these countries, including us here in America, into poverty, death and destruction. Now, I want to kind of summarize a little bit what I of this morning's show, if you did not see it, by reading something to you that I find very fascinating and very true. And that is all of this noise evades the real truth of what's going on. Again, you might want to watch my show this morning to get a, uh, a perspective on this whole conflict that nobody else is digging into. I digress, we'll move on. The, the, uh, the, UK, the Ukraine crisis is a creation of the globalist American empire. It is a product of American overreach. And the crisis continues because the D.C. national security cabal refuses to admit any mistakes, backtrack, or engage in any serious negotiation whatsoever. I think it's even a little bit deeper than that, and we'll talk about that in a minute. America's ruling elites are willing to risk war, possibly even nuclear war, for the sake of their own desire to exert control everywhere on earth. Now, without getting into too much detail on the 2014 coup in Ukraine, which the United States was very heavily involved in, which was very bloody, which was a lot of, uh, of what dictators do in their country with locking up opposition. It was very bloody and it was a coup. And guess what? The United States elite, they were right there backing them all up. They were right there working right alongside them to put in a government that they wanted. Now, I will remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of all of those elites, family members, who all of a sudden became gas executives, oil and gas executives in the Ukraine. I will remind you that Ukraine remains the money laundering country for many, many, many world leaders who are becoming rich, ugly rich. 
ugly rich through funneling money through the Ukraine. So just keep that in mind. So without getting into much detail of the 2014 coup, this was a prototypical color revolution where a supportive American press and State Department gave political and moral cover to a violent extrajudicial change in the government of Ukraine. Protesters seized control of key government buildings in Kiev and the capitals of numerous regions. President Yankovich agreed to early elections and constitutional changes, but was still thrown out of power without following the legal impeachment process. And the new government, whom you see now, subsequently purged everyone associated with him from the government. Sound familiar? Does any of this sound familiar? Do do any of these politically charged military tactics sound familiar of what they do right here in the United States of, of America? Now, while the Western press enjoys painting Vladimir Putin as crazy, and he is, this is not a support of Russia, and I'll say that again, Russia's attitudes towards Ukraine Ukraine is not mysterious. Russia has serious and legitimate interests in Ukraine. Prior to 1991, Ukraine was politically united with Russia for almost 350 years, longer than the United States has even been in existence. Okay, In the eastern third of Ukraine, the majority of people speak Russian and a large majority identify as ethnically Russian. The Crimea, Crimea River, seized by Russia in 2014 is not only overwhelmingly Russian by language and ethnicity, but its very existence as, as as a Ukrainian province is the result of a historical fluke. Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev Transferred the, crime, uh, transferred the Crimea from the Russian SFSR to the Ukrainian SSR as an act of sentiment. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to get into all of the bad things that the Ukrainian government and the people who were placed in power are into. But what I will say is that it seems awfully convenient, doesn't it, that the United States used Ukraine basically as a pawn to make or allow, whatever words you want to use, Russia to become so aggressive that today the Ukrainian president, who everybody is posting pictures of on their social media, today the Ukrainian president signed paperwork for a, an uh, ex- expedited application to join the EU. Now, we'll talk about the implications of that for, in a minute, but let me go ahead and play you the video of him signing that document and that application just today. Now, you see there's, they're barricaded inside this facility, this, this building that they're in. And this is them signing this expedited application to try to get them immediate membership into the European Union. Now, you have to ask yourself, wow, isn't that very convenient? (laughs) Now, think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Think about the Ukrainian region. Think about the long, huge, massive border that it shares with Russia. Think about that. And think about whoever controls that region would definitely be able to control Russia in the long run, right? Now, ask yourself this question. Isn't it awfully convenient that the Ukraine government is pleading to the EU to become a part of the EU and they want it done as quick as possible? Now, if you were, let's just look at it, let's just look at it this way. If you were a person trying to launder money and your money laundering operation, Ukraine, was basically compromised and the people that are coming to drain the swamp and the people that have access to all this intel, i.e. Donald Trump and many others, okay? Think about this. If they were about to blow the whole thing up, and I don't mean literally, I'm talking about all of the evidence, all of the proof of all this money laundering operation, wouldn't it be convenient for you to not only have Russia bomb those targets where all of that information is, and that's just me being a conspiracy theorist, but wouldn't it factually be beneficial for you to all of a sudden become legitimized as, hey, we're not a crooked country by becoming a member of the European Union. 
I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to this that seems disgusting, and there's a lot to this that seems ugly. And since we're talking about disgusting and ugly, since we're talking about disgusting and ugly, then let's quickly talk about the person or the foundation that the Ukraine government, all of these people, donated more money to in a period of 10 years than any other country or any other organization in the world. I'm talking about the Clinton Foundation. Because Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen, has donated more money to the Clinton Foundation than anybody else in the world. Isn't that odd? Isn't that weird? Well, here's four new things that we just learned about the special counsel investigation into Hillary Clinton. Since Friday, several developments have exposed more than behind-the-scenes details, more of the -the behind-the-scenes details, of the special counsel investigation into Spygate, including the public release of the deposition of tech executive number one, Rodney Jaffe, and Jaffe's deposition, coupled with other details previously known, reveals several significant facts while highlighting the many questions that remain unanswered. And here is what has been learned of this investigation as we continue to probe into it and as time moves on. Rodney Jaffe has pled the fifth twice, does not want to talk. That's okay. I get it, but if Rodney Jaffe doesn't want to talk, then why is Rodney Jaffe seeking to jump into the Sussman criminal case? I can tell you why. Because he wants to jump in there, and he wants to claim attorney-client privilege so that Sussman, Michael Sussman, doesn't have to reveal any more than what we all already know, ladies and gentlemen. So I think it's really odd that this firm... Uh, that uh, belongs to Rodney Jaffe, wants to plead the fifth, but at the same time wants to jump in the middle of the Sussman case so he can get Sussman to start being quiet so he can, you know, not implicate them any further. Jaffe's seemingly contradictory testimony about operations. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much contradictory going on in those testimonies. It's, It's ridiculous. And it's not just the FBI and the CIA we're talking about here, folks. It's not just the FBI and the CIA, CIA. It's also major banks, central banks, and a lot of globalists. But ladies and gentlemen, we are on the case. We will crack the case, and we will eventually drain that swamp, which is the Clintons, the Bushes, the Obamas, all of them, especially now that executive privilege isn't recognized. Let, folks, we will be right back, and when we return, we've got Jason Miller, CEO of Getter, Don't go anywhere. So what do you guys think, huh? Now that you've seen this morning's show, and now that you've seen this evening's show, and now that you see um, the European or the uh, the uh, the Ukrainian president seeking membership into the uh, the EU, doesn't it seem all kind of convenient now? You know what I mean? It does to me anyway. It seems really suspect to me, or as the kids say, sus. It seems really sus to me. But we're going to get ready to bring Jason Miller on. I can't wait. This has been an an interview that I've wanted to do for quite a while now, and I'm really excited to have him on. He's not here yet, but he will be here in a minute. In the meantime, let me read some of your comments. I don't trust any of them, says Tori. I'm right there with you, girl. I don't trust any of them, especially not when George Soros comes out um, in support of, of, uh, of the Ukrainian government. When that happens, folks, red flags jump up. When that happens, red flags jump up. Let me, uh, let's make sure we're ready here. So when George Soros, uh, says I stand with Ukraine and Nancy Pelosi says I stand with Ukraine and all of the CNN, all the alphabet agencies and all of the alphabets, uh, news stations say I stand with Ukraine. Something jumps out to me. I will not be watching the State of the Union. Oh, neither, neither will I. I just saw the morning show and it blew my mind, says Mary Ann. Oh, amen. I knew it was going to. I knew it was going to. And that's why when I was putting the show together and I was thinking about it all weekend, you know what I mean? But when I was putting the show together, I said to myself, okay, how am I going to put this together so that it makes sense to everybody else? It makes sense to me because I've been studying it. You know what I mean? Jeremy, your package is ready for pickup. You were on fire this morning. Well, thank you. Thank you. But you know what? Being on fire actually does. It, allow, it makes you guys share it more often. And when you share it more often, more people get the hands on that kind of information. And when more people get their hands on that kind of information, that's when we truly change the world. That's when we truly change the world, folks. George is one of the most evil men on the planet. Well, 
I, got, I had to give uh, my producer a little crash course on who George Soros really is and what George Soros's background really is, and he could not believe it. He could not believe it. Did anyone see CPAC Meta advertise Meta? I didn't see that. That's kind of that's kind of bad. I've been not in favor of Ukraine since I watched Monkey Works Saturday night. What did he say? I have not seen Monkey Works in quite some time. Curious as to what he said. Thank you, Lisa. I see that message. I keep seeing it. I appreciate it. Don't watch the so too. The only way I'll watch the State of the Union, folks, is if the trucks are outside surrounding Washington, D.C., and uh, I'd love to see Biden's response to it. Anytime Soros' name or any of these corrupt politicians speak as if they are in support, all I see is dollar signs and corruption. Well, you know, it's almost like this. It's almost like when you see somebody, when you see one of these third-rate, third-party fact-checkers fact-check something, you literally know that it's real. I mean, it's gotten to that point now where it's like, well, thank you for slapping it with a disclaimer. Now we know that it's real. Uh, we don't get, uh, we, what will we get out of this? Who knows the rhinos are involved besides, how many rhinos are involved besides Mitt Je- Mom Jeans Mitt Romney? Well, that's a good question. That is a very, very good question. Okay, it looks like, Jason, can you see and hear me Okay. Yep, sure can. How are you doing? I'm doing well, my friend. It's nice to meet you, by the way. Yeah, no, uh, thank you again for uh, for having me. So uh, any friend of uh, Ben's is a friend of mine. Oh, look at that. Well, we're going to come back from this break. Again, you are live for my social media audience, including Getter. We are live on your platform right now as well. And uh, we're going to jump right in and we're going to um, come back from this commercial break. So, so hey, real quick, let me just make sure that I am... Uh, tracking it live right at the moment okay uh so this is well i'm scrolling down okay because right now it just it's just is it the real america's voice or is it your feed specific it's my feed specifically jeremy harrell h-e-r-r-e-l-l it's a verified account thanks to you okay hear it Okay, I need to. Okay, give me just one second to make sure the team is uh, okay. pushing this to. Uh, no problem. Uh, trending. No problem. Uh, and when this is all said and done, I'll get you some. Uh, I'll get you the whole interview and some shorts, some short clips excellent. for you as well. Uh, please push live. And okay, cool. Thank you. All right, you ready? Oh, uh, hold on, just uh, two seconds. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and uh, trending. A lot of folks here are really excited. Thank you, guys. I'm, 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 I'm thanking you very much for the support for Getter. And uh, hopefully this will push more of you to actually join. I know that a lot of you are bogged down with signing up for so many different social media companies, but it's about time to let your grip go of some of the others while you grab a new branch. I can tell you that. And this is definitely one of them. Um, I will be staying here and as well as many other new places uh, as we move forward and we'll finally replace uh, all of these, uh, you know what? The old ones are getting old anyway. You ask anybody, uh, you ask any of my teenagers, anybody in that range, you know, 15 to 30, they're going to tell you that Facebook and Twitter are for old people to talk about politics. Like they don't even care anymore. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm sure most of you feel that same way. Ready, Jason? Uh, yep, let's do it. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, it's an honor and a pleasure to have all you guys here every single night. Your dedication, your loyalty to the show, your financial support of the show, sharing it, whatever it is that you're involved in when it comes to Real America's Voice News or Life from America, I, uh, I, I am very, very um, appreciative of that. So we do have a very special guest on with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen, CEO of the fastest growing social media platform ever in the world, Getter, ladies and gentlemen, to say hello to Jason Miller. Jason, thank you for joining us tonight. Jeremy, good evening. Great to be with you. Uh, love the show. Love what you're doing. It's so great to have additional voices out there standing up against big tech and cancel culture and everything that the wokesters are trying to do. So what you're doing is really needed right now. Well, and what you're doing is really needed, <laughs> needed right now. Um, you know, and I've, and I've watched Getter grow. I've watched it grow, you know, from the very first day you dropped it, I was excited about it. You know, I've being here on Real America's Voice News, obviously, you know, a big fan and a friend of uh, 
of Bannon. And, you know, that's where I saw, that's where I really started seeing it be, being pushed. And uh, since you've, since you've, um, since you've allowed the doors to open, uh, how many people are now on Getter total? What, are, what is the total number of people that are there now? So we are just under, just a hair under 5 million, wow. uh, which is not only the, like I said, the first, uh, fastest ever to get to one, two, three, four, now 5 million, but we're more than 50% growth. We're up at about a 60% growth just since first of the year. So we've seen a tremendous explosion, huge huge record-setting gains for us. And I tell you, it's not just here in the United States, it's also around the world. Right now, the US is about 50% of our user base. The rest of the world's about 50%. Where we've seen that growth, primarily Brazil and then Western Europe, UK, France, Germany. In fact, I was in UK, France, and Germany all of last week working on our promotional efforts. So we did a divide and conquer where most of the team went to CPAC and I went to Europe. And so we're taking the world by storm. Well, and, and not only that, the brand is clean. It's it's beautiful. The network is clean. It's not gobbed up with spam like some of the other. I mean, a lot of people flock to Telegram. And I got to tell you, I love Telegram. I think it's a great place. But I mean, spam city. You know what I mean? It literally makes me. So you guys have done a heck of a job when it comes to making it clean, making it effective, making it efficient and open and for everybody. Um, I want to I want to get into some of the questions that I had written down here for you, because I'd really like to know where you stand uh, on some of this. Now, I myself, last year, a year ago, January, I was banned from Facebook for life right after President Trump was banned. I was banned on Twitter, which I never used, so I don't know how I could have been banned from it. Later on, I was banned from YouTube. I was banned from uh, podcast platforms like Spotify. I was banned from t-shirt companies, and I do nothing but spread the gospel and spread the truth. So I got to ask you, how important is it to the big tech oligarchs and the fake news media and the politicians that are so in love with them, how important is it for them to control the flow of information in this country? And what does Getter represent to them? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. This is all about control. And it's not just social media. We see what they're doing with the uh, the mandates, with the lockdowns, this continued control. And even with Justin Castro, I mean, Justin Trudeau in Canada, we're now even seeing the seizing of bank accounts, which shows you just how far they're willing to go. I thought that the left always railed against authoritarianism, that they always tried to brand uh, Republicans or conservatives as being the, the mean, terrible authoritarians. But here the political left is outdoing it. But when we launched this platform this last year, we set out to make sure that there would be that safe space where you could actually go and debate in the digital town square without fear of being sentenced to political jail, simply if your viewpoints didn't match up with what big tech was saying. And so far, I think we've done a pretty good job. There are always going to some people who might take issue or say, well, it's not pure free speech. You might you have some moderation, uh, which means that you're not perfect. But guess what? We have to have some moderation in place. Otherwise, we'll never be able to grow or scale to ultimately take on the big tech platforms. But the other thing too, I think even just in terms of what kind of community that we want to build, for example, we do not allow pornography on the site. We do not allow ISIS beheading videos. Uh, I think those are things that, that our customers very much uh, are opposed to that don't want to have on. Or again, if uh, there are other sites to go to, if you want to look at pornography or things of, things of that nature. Uh, but what I think of, we've really found the sweet spot of the bat where we can protect political free speech and make sure that we're not using any sort of algorithms or deplatforming or anything like what the big tech guys are doing. Well, Jason, and you're right. We got it. There, there's a point where we got to act how we would act in society. That doesn't mean that people are censored. That means act how you would act in society. Grow up, act like a man, act like a lady and start and start setting examples for our children. I mean, heck, I got five kids. You know what I mean? And, do you know, the, I, I put them in Christian school. I do everything I can to keep them away from society and where society is heading as much as possible. And, uh, and, and I'm speaking to them about the importance of these social media sites because they're young. They don't know. They want, you know, they want to be on TikTok. They want to be on. And I said, look, if you're going to be social digitally, then act the same way you would act socially at home, at school, at work. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head there. We need that kind of a social media site. I want to I want to ask a question that I did not write down, but something that keeps popping in my head. You've got all these crazy people out there right, that are brainwashed into believing that Getter or Truth or whatever one of these new social media sites come out, that they are worse, they're just as bad as Facebook and they're owned by China. Can you set the record straight, Mr. Miller, to the people who continue to down Getter and say that it's owned by China and that you are in China's pocket? 
Yeah, that's absolutely inaccurate. And we are owned by, we have ultimately have two international investment funds that have made the seed money, the, the initial investment into the company, one based in London, one based in the US. And so at a certain point, we'll start having existing rounds that go out. But so there's no mainland China money. Uh, there's, there's no CCP. In fact, literally our logo, uh, the torch, which you can see back behind me is about bringing freedom and democracy to places where they don't have it. Amen. And Amen. we very much support this notion of taking down the CCP. And when I had initial conversations with the shareholders who are investing, and I want to know not just where we are, but down the road, how, how can I look people in the eye and say that Getter is going to be the platform that's going to support democracy and freedom and, and your free speech and ability for self-expression, and that right isn't or that um, isn't going to be violated somehow. And I said, so we get to a decision point where as we go option A, we have to, for some reason, kowtow to the CCP to have access to, say, the, the market of China, and there's a $100 million that are on the line. What would be more important, this notion of taking down the CCP or this notion of making an extra $100 million dollars and they said taking down Amen. the CCP a hundred times out of a hundred. That is something we will not bend or break and we're going to stand steadfast to it. And so for us, it's not just this matter of, hey, we're going to have a free speech platform that takes on Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and these others, but how do we go and make sure that we use social media as a force for good to go into places like Venezuela, excuse me, it's been a long day. Uh, going to places like Cuba, going to places uh, like China and spreading freedom and democracy. Amen. It's about money over morals. I mean, it's about morals over money, not about money over morals. So that's uh, what a uh, great answer. Um, all right, moving on. Fact checkers. Okay. We all know that these fact checkers have the power to not only change the course of an election, but we also know that they have the power to change the course of a culture and the direction of an entire country. Mr. Jason Miller, will you be allowing fact checkers on Getter to, uh, to third-party fact checkers to uh, tell the people what's real and what's not? No, because ultimately the fact checkers that we see online from Twitter and Facebook and the others all just become subjective opinions uh, from a different viewpoint. And to us, it's pretty simple. There are things that uh, abide by our terms of service. There are things that don't abide by our terms of service. We're also, and I had a call on this uh, earlier today where we're going through and uh, adding more to our community guidelines where it goes a little bit deeper, a little more granular than what our terms of service say. So people can understand really what this community is about and exactly how the, we're gonna work it and what content is permissible and impermissible. But when you start going in and editorializing or even throwing up a warning box saying, hold on, this might be sensitive type content, you're then editorializing and coloring for people uh, whether that information is accurate or inaccurate uh, for something of that nature. And so, no, there will not be uh, Glenn Kessler from the Washington Post uh, or that that little Weasley character, Daniel Dale uh, from CNN, are not coming together. They're not going to uh, be on there uh, putting their viewpoint. And, and quite frankly, I think the fact that uh, Facebook announced uh, once it was uh, a little bit later last year, maybe it was in the summer of last year, that their quote unquote anti-misinformation efforts would be expanded in 2022 to look at countries such as the Philippines, Colombia, Brazil, France, and even the United States. And so you might ask, well, why would they target those countries? Because they have elections in 2022. And so their Facebook uh, fact-checking efforts really seem to be um, hewing with uh, what the actual election calendar looks like so they can re recreate what they did in 2020. It's incredible. The more we see, the more we see how politically charged military tactics work from dictators around the world on their people. We're starting to see it right here in America from our own elected officials towards us. Last question, sir. They said, go build your own platform. And you did. Not only did you build your own platform, but you're about to take over the financial market when it comes to people using online platforms to send money, to receive money. You got your own stories, your own, you know, the equivalent of what Instagram has is stories coming. There's a lot in the future for Getter. Can you uh, let the people know that are watching what you have plans for next? Yeah, absolutely. So with Getter right now, the primary usage of it is in the microblogging space, the competitor to tick, or excuse me, competitor to Twitter, competitor to Facebook, that nature. We still are in the beta testing of live streaming, but it's now opened up to a couple thousand of uh, Getter users, which including yourself, uh, able to now broadcast. And I think we had somewhere in the neighborhood of 
200 or 250,000 people watching President Trump's CPAC speech on Getter via live streaming just this past weekend. Uh, the goal will to some point this spring have that open up to all verified users and then uh, hopefully expand it out after that. We just started the beta testing for Vision, which is our short video format to compete with TikTok and Instagram Reels. And this is really where all the younger folks are going. Uh, in fact, Zuckerberg even said at their last quarterly meeting that uh, Instagram Reels generates 60% of all user activity on Instagram. So people are going to the short video clips much more. But Jeremy, here's the big thing that you alluded to. This summer, we're going to launch GetterPay, which will be a two-coin crypto ecosystem payment platform. And think of an Apple Pay, Alipay, Google Pay, all of those, but with a crypto and blockchain component, peer-to-peer -peer lending, much more of the decentralized finance, but having both a stable coin and a fluctuating coin tied in with that, I think we have some really exciting things that are coming. Jason, you're going to make a lot of people really mad if you keep up this freedom movement that you're on. Uh, but I think that you're ready for the fight, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm very, very, uh, very happy to have you on today. It was an honor to meet you, sir. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. I do know that people are asking, how can they even donate together? Do you even accept donations together? I know it's an expensive venture that you're on. How can people get involved and help you, or is there even a way? Uh, there isn't right now. Uh, and as my uh, investors always tell me, hey, Jason, just remember we're uh, a for-profit business, not a nonprofit. So we'll, we'll have some aspects of the monetization. They'll be coming along here shortly. Um, but uh, for right now, just uh, hold in place and you'll see when we launch uh, Getter Pay and we have our Getter Coin that we launch and that's out there. There will be some great ways for people to get involved. It's going to be really exciting. It's coming in just a few months here. And of course, Apple, Android, all of it, right? That's how you can download the app. Let people know how they can get over there. Absolutely. Go to the Apple store, go to the Google Play store, Getter, G-E-T-T-R. You can see back behind me the, the logo, but G-E-T-T-R. Again, fastest growing social media platform in history. Come see what it's about. And I think you're going to have a, a very positive user experience. You're going to see that it's just as good, if not better, than anything big tech has ever come out with. With the difference, there's no political discrimination. You're never going to get algorithmed or shadow banned or voted off the island simply for being who you are. And the famous words of William Wallace freedom. Thank you, Jason Miller, CEO of Getter. God bless you, sir. We'll be praying for your journey and, uh, and uh, we'll continue to uh, get more people signed up over there, sir. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jason Miller, the CEO of the fastest growing uh, social media platform ever. The fastest to 5 million ever. And you got to think to yourself, wow, what kind of arrows is that man dodging from big tech and from people who have interests in stopping him and silencing him ladies and gentlemen we'll be back in a minute more live from america stay tuned got a lot more right after this so yeah ladies and gentlemen the reason why i asked jason to come on was just to give people a little bit of more of an insight on what Getter really is. I really wanted him to touch on that China topic um, for a lot of reasons because there's a lot of people out there that just don't, they hear something and they run with it. You know what I mean? Or they hear somebody that they trust, like an influencer, and they run with it. And the one thing that we don't want to be, folks, is spreaders of fake news. We want to be spreaders of truth and truth only. Truth and truth only. And speaking of truth, we've got Truth Social, which I'm still not on there yet. I'm I think I'm still in line waiting. We got Getter, we've got Rumble, and we've got Telegram and Gab and CloudHub. What more do we need? Yes, I understand that we still have Facebook. I understand that many people still have it because it's the only way to get a hold of their family members. It's completely understandable. I get that. And I wouldn't ever tell somebody that they're wrong or right for not having a Facebook. I'm not going to go back on Facebook because it would be very wrong for me to go back. I signed up on Getter, but I only went there two or three times. Well, give it some, give it some, uh, you know, give it some more uh, time. Go, go over there and check it out because there's a, you know, we've got 
quite, we've got a few hundred viewers over there right now, and people have a blast over there. A lot of people will tell you that they enjoy uh, Getter live stream better than they do Rumble. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. And at the same time, folks, you know, you know that all that information that the fact checkers keep fact checking and, and, and literally like controlling the flow of information, which means they control the direction of your country, that isn't going to happen on Truth and on Getter and on Rumble. It's true freedom. So you must ask yourself, what is more important to you? You know what I mean? Um, true social, not on Android yet. No, it's not. Matter of fact, I have to use my wife's phone because she has an Apple to, to, to keep checking. Um, I have not had Facebook for more than a year now, says Melly. Well, good for you. It's nice to get off that crack, isn't it? <laughs> I prefer Rumble Live over Getter. Well, see, there you go. The great thing about it, folks, is that there's options for us, right? There are options for us. All right, let's come back from this break, and we'll get right back to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. This is Real America's Voice News, and I want to give a big shout-out to Jason Miller and Getter for coming on the show. What a great man. What a great thing he's doing and fighting for freedom. I mean, no difference than a Mike Lindell or a President Trump or a Ron DeSantis. These individuals will be remembered in history for standing up when we need when we needed to stand up. All right, let's move on, folks. Another House Democrat retiring spells trouble for stretch face Armstrong, Nancy Pelosi, because this makes number 31. This is the 31st incumbent Democrat who has decided that they will not seek re-election this year. Hmm, I wonder why. Democrat Republican Ted Deutsch. D-E-U-T-C-H. I could definitely say another word, but I won't. But I won't. He will not be running for re-election this November. Florida Representative Ted Deutsch will give up his seat, Florida uh, number 22, representing Broward and Palm Beach, to join the American Jewish Committee. Mr. Deutsch was sworn into office in April of 2010 after a special election was held to replace Robert Wexler, um, and ladies and gentlemen, the full statement from Congress Deutsch says, after serving the public for more than 15 years, I've decided that we're about to get absolutely hammered in the midterms and they're going to win 100 seats and destroy our party for a hundred years and will be no better than the green party of Europe, bunch of communists and socialists. No, that's not what it says. It says, I've decided not to not seek reelection this November. Public service was instilled in me. By my father, who earned a Purple Heart in Battle of the Bulge. Well, you know, God bless his father. And, and has been a tremendous privilege to serve the people of Palm Beach and Broward Counties in Congress since 2020. I am incredibly grateful to my constituents for their support and their friendship. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks to me like it's just another Democrat understanding how to read between the lines. How to read between the lines and read and see the forest for the trees and say, look, I don't want any part of this. So that makes number 31, folks. And you want to know something else? I have never seen members of any party all run for the hills like I'm seeing right now. And it's not just them. It's rhinos, too. I've never seen anything like this, especially not when they have the House, the Senate and the White House. They have all three. They have all the power in the world and their incumbents. And they're incumbents in safe districts that they know that they will win again. All they have to do is go and run a campaign and not even a hard one at that. And they got it in the bag. Why would they go away from that? Why would they walk away from that? You have to ask yourself. And you couple that together with everything that President Donald J. Trump said on Saturday. And if you have not seen that speech because you thought it was going to be another rally speech full of the same thing, I highly suggest you get your butt in gear. And go to Real America's Voice um, Getter or their Facebook page and rewatch that uh, that speech at CPAC because it was one of the most matter of fact, most honest, straightforward things that I've seen President Trump say when he when he laid down laid out all of the uh, the facts and laid out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. I mean, he all but said, "I'm running." You know what I mean? So, bye bye, Mr. Deutsch the 31st incumbent Democrat who will not seek re-election this year. And you have to continue to say, what do they see that the majority of America does not see? They see the same thing that we see. Absolute destruction of their party. 
Now, let's move on to some more news here in America and stop talking about Ukraine for a minute. Let's stay with America and let's stay with, because this show's called Live from America, right? Well, tomorrow, we're supposed to hear some pretty big news coming out of Wisconsin. And what we're supposed to hear tomorrow coming out of Wisconsin has to do with the election fraud of 2020. Now, I, unlike every other station in the world out there, will not continue to talk about Ukraine and stop focusing and stop my focus on the election security and the election fraud that happened. I'm not going to continue to talk about another country's border when we have our own border problems right here. So tomorrow we're supposed to hear something pretty big out of the state of Wisconsin by uh, former state Supreme Court judge and current investigator Michael Gableman. And I spoke to Michael Gableman uh, about 10 days ago, and he is actually going to be coming on live from America to give us an exclusive after this uh, information is put out tomorrow. I don't know. He'll probably be here maybe on the 3rd or the 4th. Uh, We haven't really nailed down a day yet, but he will be coming here, and we're going to ask him all the questions that we've been talking about, everything that we've been going through ever since he first put out his first video where he was introducing himself and what he was going to do and what the people of Wisconsin could expect from his report and what exactly he was investigating, which was primarily the Zuckerbucks. But in that investigation, he has also come to the conclusion that at least two Democrat mayors need to be charged with felonies. So we expect some serious news coming out of Wisconsin tomorrow. Do not give up on the election fraud of 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now that I've said that, let's move to Pennsylvania because we got some serious stuff happening in Pennsylvania right now. And it's so serious, in fact, that it's now got the attention of every single person all the way up to the DOJ to use their political arm of the Washington Post to make a to write a huge hit piece on what's happening In Pennsylvania, word on the street is that the Democrats and the rhinos, the uniparty scumbags, are working together as usual, and they will use the Washington Post this week in an effort to discredit the experts involved in the investigation of the Dominion machines in Pennsylvania. It's coming down to the wire, folks, and sooner or later, they're not going to be able to run. The anti-American regime continues its attack on all fronts. They will use the courts, the media, and the politicians to stop uh, legitimate efforts to investigate and determine if our elections are free and fair. And I got to tell you, Pennsylvania is ground zero for this, folks. These people don't love our country, and um, they will not support election integrity. They will not support any bills moving forward that's going to make it harder to cheat. An investigation of Dominion voting machines in Fulton County, Pennsylvania, continues to be stalled by Pennsylvania's Secretary of State and the Dominion Company. Their efforts to prevent the investigation has reached the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, who stepped in and stopped the audit from moving forward. Now, sources tell that the Washington Post has been working on a piece to discredit those involved in the Pennsylvania Senate investigation. It seems that uh, the, pro- the provincials couldn't get the job done, so they called in exactly what I said, the DOJ's literary, literary hit team. The, P- uh, the PA investigation is unlike the work in Maricopa County, Arizona. The work in Pennsylvania is being conducted professionally, methodically, and without the media circus. Now, that's not to say that the audit that was done in Maricopa County was not done professionally. But this is saying that it's done without the media circus, basically behind closed doors with professional investigators. This is not saying that these investigators will not be transparent because they said they will. They will videotape all work in a manner that can be used in the court of law. So basically, they're not going to let the court of public opinion destroy this investigation. They're not going to let everybody work together to use the word sham. The investigation must scare the uniparty because within 30 days of hitting the ground, the first target of the investigation ends up at the highly partisan Democrat activist Pennsylvania Supreme Court, which, by the way, allowed election law to be changed in the middle of an election, which was highly illegal, which was highly illegal. It seems like the Pennsylvania Democrats and rhinos don't want to expose the real issues involving Dominion and what appears to be 
a non-existing process and procedure for voting machines and software testing and certification. It's already been reported on how the voting machines aren't likely hardened because of the software identified on these machines. And what that means, folks, for anybody in the IT world, is that nothing was backed up, nothing was updated, no updated passwords, no changed passwords. It was just a free-for-all software program for people to hack in and do whatever they wanted to. Now, for many of the countrywide election investigation cases to date involving election boards, counties, or states, and Dominion voting machines, the mysterious Ryan Macias shows up. Ryan Macias, who's he? Well, he reportedly showed up as a journalist in Maricopa County. Remember that? Then, when identified, was designated as an elections expert. Now, he showed up in Michigan and Georgia and recently in Pennsylvania, and he claims to be an expert. But if you look at his resume and the work to be performed in Pennsylvania shows that he likely lacks the real expertise necessary to even understand the work scheduled to be performed. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, they're trying to pull the same kind of shenanigans in Pennsylvania as they pulled everywhere else. Now, I got to say, at the very least, if we get nothing, at the very least, we will get election security laws put into place by these state legislatures, which are Republican-run, period. Just like we've been doing all over the country. We've already got dang near 50 election security laws on the books that have been changed, and we need to keep going, ladies and gentlemen. We have to win the election in order to put the people in place to do something about the fraudulent election of 2020. Be right back with more Live from America on Real America's Voice News right after this. Stay tuned. Remember, folks, we've got two fights here. It's not just the fight of the past. It's the fight of the future, too. And if we do not fight the future, if we do not fight to make sure that we don't get the election stolen again in 2022, then we have to make sure we put these election security measures in place. And that is what I got to tell. I got to be honest with you. That's what a majority of the legislate uh, the legislators are doing. That is what a majority of them are doing in session right now. The only thing that a majority of the people watching this broadcast will be happy with is to know that somebody went to prison. That cannot happen until we ensure that we do not get cheated again. Okay? We have to make sure that we do not get cheated again. Only then, folks, only then are we going to make sure that we get that... uh, that we make sure that the people that that, uh, belong in prison go to prison. Because if we don't win, nobody's ever going to prison. You understand what I mean? All right, let's come back from this break and let's get into the last part of the show because we always got to end with good news. You know what I mean? Always got to end with good news. So here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. We forgot, we did forget to give the dumb dumb award of the day today. So go ahead, let's cue that dumb dumb music, shall we? Here we go. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. The Dumb Dumb Award of the day, folks, is going to go to the Pennsylvania Uniparty, the Rhinos, and the Democrats. How dumb, dumb can you possibly be to think that you're actually going to win? How many times have we said it? You can't beat God. So don't even try. Don't even try. You're not going to beat God, and you're not going to beat us. All right, let's end the show, ladies and gentlemen, the way we always end the show, and that is with a smile. We already know that Ron DeSantis has become a huge favorite as far as Republicans go here in the United States of America. He's become, quickly has become coined, he's uh, been coined America's governor, right? Like Rudy Giuliani was America's mayor. It seems like Ron DeSantis is now America's governor. Well, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Florida House has passed the Stop the Woke Act to limit talks on race, gender, and discrimination in schools and workplaces, dubbed the Stop Woke Act, which stands for Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees. It bans the teaching of critical race theory, which addresses systemic racism in the United States of America, alleging it widens racial Divisions, folks. Florida legislator made, legislators made their opposition to teaching gender identity and race in public schools official as the state's House of Representatives passed the Stop the Woke Act on Thursday. Last week, Senate Bill 148 still needs to be signed by Governor Ron DeSantis, and I think we're okay with that one. I think he'll sign it. But if it does become law, it would limit protected speech 
in workplaces with more than 15 employers and classrooms, banning lessons about gender identity and race that could make students feel discomfort. That is what the fake news mainstream media is saying. What we Americans are saying is thank you, Ron DeSantis. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. Not only thank you, Ron DeSantis, but God bless you, Ron DeSantis, for fighting for our children, for fighting for the people of Florida. And because of that, sir, you are going to get today's Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Smarty Award of the Day that's going to go to Governor Ron DeSantis. He's been killing it lately. And that man has definitely got a future in politics. Looks, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. God bless you and thank you for joining in. If you find value in the show, please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Help us out financially. Become a monthly donor, just like any of your other subscriptions, but I think this one is probably more worth it. So remember, folks, there's right ways and there's wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back and keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, keep your families close, smiles on your faces, and keep spreading that God. Rebirth of America. God bless. Long time coming and we all learn something that we want.